And welcome to another episode of Gamerheads. My name is Roger, aka Rogue Leader76. And with me are my co-host Blue. AKA Writer's View. And my other co-host Mike. AKA Pezman Mike. And our other co-host Christian. AKA Fulgan. Welcome to the show. We have a lot to cover today. Uh, we'll go into our hot topic. We'll be talking about the rumors around the Google console and how this is going to play into the whole console environment, I guess. And is there a new console war coming up? Like, that's interesting. Uh, we'll go through our news and your listener feedback as well, as always. Uh, but first, before we get into all of that, since it's St. Patty's Day, happy St. Patty's Day, everyone. You have to do it in an Irish accent. I cannot throw... do it in Irish yeah. <laughs> that was as good as he's going to get. Yeah, that's, that's it. That. Yeah, happy St. Patty's. Yeah, see, you can't even do it. Nope, nope, not Torn good. Torn and be Happy St. Patty's Day to you. There you go. Well done. Well done. What is your favorite green character from a video game? Favorite green character? Um, I'll go first. Mike. Um... So my favorite green character is um is actually one that a lot of people hate, but he gets a lot of undeserved hate. Okay. He's, his actually he his team would not survive without him because he's in charge of repairs and all the tech stuff. Oh he's yeah, the smartest guy on the team, and he doesn't doesn't get as much love as he deserves. My favorite green character is Slippy Toad from Star Wait, Fox. What? That's not who I thought you were gonna pick. <laughs> who did you think I was gonna pick? Donatello. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> Nobody hates Donatello. That's what I was gonna say. Who hates Donatello? But then you said Slippy Toad. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, he might he might not have the best, you know, flying and and dog fighting skills, but he is it a kid or is it a she? I'm not sure. Is Slippy a a, a he or a she? Uh, I think Slippy's a he. He just has a high voice. Okay. I always I'm... imagine Slippy as being like um. Oh, what is that character from Firefly? The person that that actually fixes the uh, the ship on Firefly. Hmm. Oh, I have no idea. Can't think of her name. Don't but know. the but the but the person that fixes the ship on Firefly. That's who I imagine Slippy to be. But oh yeah, no. I mean, I, honestly, I I'm looking. I have the I have the World of Nintendo Slippy figure, and I'm oh. looking, and I oh. don't see a, I don't see like a bosom or anything like that. On them, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I feel like in the era they'd have gone like way over the top to make sure people knew Slippy was a girl. Yeah, that's they true. wouldn't but, have left it ambigu- ambiguous. But yeah, aren't, aren't toads? Aren't toads or frogs or whatever they it is? Um, aren't they like uh, asexual? I mean, don't they? Aren't they? No. Are toads frogs? Okay, I thought that was the whole thing no. with uh, with <laughs> or maybe the... with Jurassic Park. Yeah, there we were going with that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh I guess they can grow the male or female parts if need be. Is if that what it bored, is? If they're bored, yeah. Yeah, if they're bored. Oh, my God. <laughs> Slippy, what, what are you, you doing again? <laughs> I'm just leave, bored. Leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> I'm busy. Oh anyway. <laughs> Happy St. Patty's yeah. Day, everyone. <laughs> We're celebrating early. Yeah. Uh, good pick, Mike. Uh, Blue, what is your pick? Do you have a pick? Uh, do I have a pick? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Frog from Chrono Trigger. Oh, nice. He's right. Rad. Right? 
Yeah. See? I like that's that a good one. pick. It's a very yeah, good that's pick. That's a good pick. Uh, I I started playing Chrono Trigger again recently. I have to get back into it. I like that game a lot. He's got a good side quest. Oh, <laughs> Mike's never played Chrono Trigger. <laughs> I I gotta go. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> All the hate mail starts coming in. Yep, yep, yep. We just lost Street Cred. <laughs> oh no. Uh, no, Mike, you should play. It's fun. It's a good game. It's like probably one of the best RPG games out there. Oh really? Wow. Uh, if you liked if you liked Octopath Traveler, you're gonna like you're gonna love Chrono Trigger. Uh, is it no? is it turn based or is it? It is. Yeah. It is okay. It's neat though. It's different in that um, the random battles that happen, uh, they're not just like random pop ups. There's actually enemies on the overworld yeah. map, and then they run into you. Fantastic. That is an ingenious design decision. Thank you. There's no random encounters on the overworld in Chrono Trigger either. Fantastic. Genius. You can just walk around there and explore to your heart's content. And it's got a great cast of characters. Really and great. It's, and it's a good story, too. Yes. Let me throw it on the list. Yep. yep. <laughs> I played it for the first time last year, so it's still ah. a little fresh. All right. They recently remade that game, right? Uh, they came out with like a Steam that was a Steam version that was oh, bad. Okay. Yeah, oh. it was like a port of a mobile version. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. It was... Oh, that's too bad. Um, but that's a good game. Uh, good pick, Blue. Uh, what about you, Christian? My favorite would be for Metal Gear Solid Three again. It would be Solid Snake because he wears green in the beginning, and that game is very green, and he's awesome. I love Solid Snake. <laughs> he's he's got this great like chiseled veteran personality teaching Otacon who's boss and he also gets beaten down and you get to play as him as he climbs back up to the top and becomes big boss he's like this typical archetype but he's got a fun personality to him he says what a lot which i like <laughs> yeah so it's got to be solid snake for me nice uh my pick happens to be the brother of the more famous of the super mario brothers uh that is luigi uh, I love Luigi. <laughs> is and... that the sound Luigi makes? Yeah, no, that's like well, Luigi. <laughs> yeah, that's why Luigi. Luigi's like, oh Mario, why you yeah. have to do this? <laughs> but is he? Isn't he really the older brother? I always forget. I, I feel like the no. cartoon always calls him little brother. Doesn't he call him little brother? In, in... I think Mario was the older one. Really? Okay, yeah. maybe Mario's more of a jerk, though. I mean, <laughs> Luigi yeah. never captured and tortured. Uh, you know, Donkey Kong or anything like that. He's just been a good guy. He's just a good guy. I, I, I is that canon anymore? I'm thinking it's not. Mm, I don't know, Blue. I'm still calling it canon. I'm thinking it's not. Well, regardless, it's all water under the bridge because they still get together to play baseball and yeah, go karts and everything. So that's true. Well, all is forgiven. No, that's his. That's his. That's Donkey Kong Junior, right? Isn't that Junior? No, Junior's last appearance was, I think, was in Cards. Well, no, no, I think he's got something because I think when they first came out with Donkey Kong Country, yeah. it was the original Donkey Kong right. that aged up and became Cranky Kong. Yes. And yes. then it's That's Donkey right. Kong Junior. That is the Donkey Kong that we all know. Yes. yes. Good so. job. <laughs> Everybody's quiet because our minds are collectively just like trying to process this right now. <laughs> I know. I don't know if they kept that, but I think that's how it was when Donkey Kong Country was originally released. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, yeah. Uh, and it's a weird, yeah, that's weird, but uh, I, I, uh, 
I, I, I love the lore of Donkey Kong, and I love Luigi. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. You know what? You're not alone. I prefer Luigi over Mario. I was yes. Yeah, I, I always. I think I think Luigi's a lot more a uh, lot more adventurous than Mario. You don't see Mario going around, you know, um, you know, s- searching for the paranormal and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, he no, can't handle wasn't it. Wasn't Luigi trying to rescue Mario? Yes. Yes. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure Luigi wouldn't have been doing it either, except under duress. I think, I think Luigi got called to that mansion because it was like willed to him, like an old episode of Scooby Doo or something. He got a letter, I think. Oh. Yeah, at the beginning of Luigi's, I haven't played it in so long, but at the beginning, he, I think he gets a letter. Yeah, like he won a contest, Mario. maybe. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> Seems or... legit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mario, I got a free cruise. <laughs> Totally not timeshare. This Mario's Nigerian like, prince. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Money. Don't click on that, Luigi. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh man. So, listeners, what are your favorite green characters in the uh, spirit of Saint Patty Day? Saint Patty's Day. See, I can't even do it. I can't do You're it. Close. That was good. You were well, close. Yeah, okay. I'll accept it. You better uh, say St. Patty or people will freak out. Oh, that's Saint Patty. Pat- you do it, Mike. Saint do Patty. what? Say St. Patty's in your uh, Irish accent. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Patty over Patty. <laughs> Happy St. Patty's Day to you. No, no, there not Patty. Oh. It has to be with the Ds. Patty. Um, Patty. Oh. oh, yes. St. Patty's Day to you. Uh, so, yeah, listeners, let us know. You can give us feedback. You can send us an email at info at gamerheadspodcast.com. You can send us a tweet at GamerHeadsPC. You can go online to our website at GamerHeadsPodcast.com. Or you can go on Facebook at Facebook.com slash GamerHeadsPodcast. Uh, that was a very radio voice of me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, All right, so let, yes. before we go to the news, yes, I need to explain last <laughs> week. <laughs> I need to explain it. I didn't want to. I didn't know if we should go there, Blue. I didn't want to like. <laughs> this is my fault, actually. It's but go not. Ahead. It's not. But it it is kind of funny. So we were gonna record at eight thirty, and I set my alarm for seven thirty in the morning since it was Saturday or no, it was Sunday, and I want to make sure I got up in time. So I set my alarm. I get up at. 8 o'clock, I'm getting ready to leave, and I finally pick up my phone, and I see, oh, shoot, it's actually 9, because I forgot about daylight savings. (laughs) So, I'm a half hour late, right? And I think, shoot, I missed the show. That's terrible. (laughs) So, I messaged the guys, and I was like, I'm so sorry, I forgot about daylight savings time. That's my bad, right? And... And so then I, like, just go on with my morning. Like, I take the dogs out. I go get coffee. And then at 10, I get this message from Roger, and he says, are you still going to join us? And I was like, no. Yeah. No. You guys did not wait for me. Not only the first half hour that I was late, but an additional hour. You guys sat there and waited for me. Oh, yeah. It we was... had a very existential conversation. It was oh a lot of bonding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, don't tell me. Now I feel really, really bad. Well, what was really funny about that was that we were sitting there, and Mike's like, so I don't think Blue's coming. I'm like, no, Blue's coming. I know she's coming. She's going to make it. She's going to make it. 
He's like, and we sat there and waited. He's like, no, I, I don't think, I bet you she, no, I mean, she's, she's probably thinking that we're just moving on without her. No, no, we wouldn't do that without her. And that's what I messaged you. I would. That's how it took In that first half hour, I'd have given me like 20 minutes and been like, eh, let's go. I, I so figured that I actually missed the show. Not that you guys were sitting there waiting for me. Well, that's okay. We had, we had good conversations though. Uh. Though after a while it did, it, we did all like break out our switches and start just playing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because at least the time wasn't completely wasted. Yeah, I mean Christian <laughs> beat like three games in that time. It was crazy. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so yes, so, yeah, uh, that's that was why my I fault missed, too. I mean, that's I, why I, I missed the show last week. No, it's not. A, I mean, I should have realized like. You know, like yeah, like we should we should have a rule that if you're not here 15 minutes, like we're moving on. That's but... what I that's what I said. I was like, no, leave me behind. Go. Like we're like the Marines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh yeah. Although mine was like five minutes. Oh, professor's not here. I'm out of here. And as I was getting up, the professor walks in. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Uh, no, it was, I mean, yeah, that was, it was fine. It was, I mean, we, yeah, it was, it was fine. So, uh, but yeah, we missed you for sure. I mean, well, you uh, guys did a good show. Oh, well, thank you. I know. I was like, oh, we're having our favorite female characters. And when we get to our listener feedback, <laughs> Blue, you can give us your favorite female characters. So, uh, but no, it was, it was, I, you know, we, we certainly missed you, but we had a good chat, uh, after all. So. Uh, all right, let's move on to the, to the news. Um, so I have a couple items here, and actually, Blue, do you want to take the first one? Did you send me this one? I think you I did. did. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Want to take the first one? Sure. This is from Polygon. Halo fans are sending way too much pizza to 343 Industries <laughs> after they announced that mas- the Master Chief Collection is coming to PC. So 343 community director Brian Jarrett had to actually tweet out, the Halo community is awesome. We're excited too, but please don't send any more pizzas <laughs> to 343 Industries. The building receptionist isn't here, so it's getting logistically challenging, and we really don't want to see food go to waste. <laughs> he actually, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Mike. No, I just want to ask, is there really such a thing as too much pizza? Oh, you should have seen all the tweets that they were sending. I mean, they were just getting pizza after pizza after pizza. And it was, like, interesting pizza. One was pineapple and jalapeno. And another was, like, I don't know. They just had, like, and he just kept tweeting. He's like, okay, enough. No, seriously, guys, enough. <laughs> I feel like jalapeno could be the only thing that could save pineapple on a pizza. Oh, I've had a not pizza, but I've had a burger with peanut butter and jalapeno. Oh, disgusting! They that's say, gross. "Hey, that's in your neck of the woods, man." I was no. out. I was out in your neck of the woods. No. It's a place called like the Chicago Brewery Company in okay. Wisconsin. That yeah, see, there's a problem right there. Some guy from Chicago who thinks you can open up a restaurant in Wisconsin to sell burgers with peanut butter and jalapenos on it. I I I never said the owner was from Chicago. I'm just saying that's the name of the place. They were probably just trying to draw people in because Chicago is the greatest. Oh, <laughs> they're probably, probably. I couldn't even keep a straight face myself. <laughs> they're probably trying to troll us. With like, oh, you like cheddar? Well, here's some peanut butter and jalapeno. Huh? To you be like completely that? honest with you, it wasn't terrible. Really? You yeah. had it? Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. I would never have ordered it. Where? What city were you in? That there's a um, place called Milwaukee, maybe? No, no, no. It was north. It was further north. Um, further Appleton. North. I was in Appleton. Appleton? Yeah. Appleton's like an hour from me. Well, it's 
three hours closer to you from where I normally am. <laughs> Be optimistic, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this place and order. No, I'm not gonna order the burger, but I am. You gonna can Google order it with the peanut butter on the side. Yeah, yeah. I think it was called can like I... Chicago Beer Company or something like. That. I don't know. So I'll look it up. I'll find it okay. for you. All right. And then I'll, I'll Uber you one. <laughs> I don't think there's Ubers that come out to my house. Charger doesn't even come out to my house, Mike. I yeah, don't think Uber. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, so, awesome. yeah. That Halo's awesome. coming to PC. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. That's what yeah, the, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's no. the real point of the news. <laughs> I'm excited because uh, my, my first real experience with uh, Xbox Live was Halo 2. Mm. Or actually, any game online was, mm-hmm. Halo, was Halo 2. And I played that just night and day and actually when this was announced my uh one of my old friends that i uh played halo 2 all the time with he's in living in la right now he texted me he's like did you hear it's coming to pc we need to get the band back together mm-hmm. so we're i gotta actually i gotta fire up my old uh original xbox to see who on <laughs> yeah. my friends list is still active and reach out and say hey we're getting it back together let's get this let's get some capture the flag going yeah yeah what makes it uh, more crazy is that it's a Steam exclusive of all things. After Epic is just like swallowing all the exclusives yeah. left and right, Steam is like kind of in hot water over, you know, being so open about allowing games on their platform in tumultuous times. But they allow they got Halo and I mean that's insane. That's insane. It's going to be Halo one, two, three, three ODST four and reach uh. eventually, one at a time, but that's insane. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. That is very exciting. Master Chief is my second favorite green character now. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yes. Nice. Uh, the next item that I have here is from Engadget. So I found this, uh, and I found it interesting. Uh, EA reportedly paid Ninja $1 million to stream Apex Legends for one day. I'm going to say that again. For one day Jeez. on February 5th. He better it's, report that on his taxes. Yeah, I know that's more <laughs> money than he was making on on his other stream. I think he was, I think he was making like five hundred thousand dollars a month on his normal streams. Seriously? Yeah, <sighs> I think that's what they were reporting that he was making five hundred thousand dollars a month. Uh, but but a million dollars for one date? Listen, EA, <laughs> come closer to the mic. Just or come closer to the to the speaker. I'll tell you what, you can pay me. Fifty dollars, and I'll stream a game for you. <laughs> See, I was gonna say I would do it for half, but oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But apparently, yeah, favorite. Roger was gonna undercut me. <laughs> do not go on prices right. Fifty dollars. I'll take fifty, Bob. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Isn't that a insane amount of money? If for uh, yeah, they could have definitely gotten away with more than just one day. At least, mm-hmm. at least I go know. for a weekend, man. I know. I know. Well, because their, their thought was that if he could stream it for the day that it launches, or I think it launched on February 5th, somewhere around there, that it was going to generate enough organic uh, hits that people will start picking it up. A yeah. million, though? That's a lot of microtransactions. Yeah, yeah, it is. But isn't that, isn't that crazy? I mean, because we talked about this when it first came out. And we were like, wow, like they did no marketing whatsoever. <laughs> well, they did. They did. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly. just that. That's a marketing budget. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a different time, people. It's a yeah. weird time. Yeah. Have any of you played Apex yet? I yes. haven't downloaded it. Is I it worth it. the download? Is it? It's okay. It's, it's free, okay. man. If it's you've free. got three people to play with, it's a blast. Yeah. yeah. As far as free battle royales go, I mean, if you like first-person shooters, it's the best one out there. Oh. 
And I will say, I mean, I'm no ninja, but I've taken second twice now. Twice. Oh. Not because of me, though. <laughs> I think it's better if you have friends to play with as opposed to oh, just yeah. showing up to randoms. randoms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because gotcha. when I first started playing it, so I've been playing it with, or I had I had played it with Phil and uh, Phil the Chef, uh, or Phil Hoff is his real name, and, uh, and Kyle uh, from the Real Dudes podcast. Uh, and that's fun when I play with those folks, but when I played with just random people, like, I don't even talk, because I don't know what to say, you know? And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, except the fact that I suck. And they know, I mean, Phil and, and Kyle know that I suck at this game, so, like, they're okay with it. But, uh, I, you know, anybody else I play with, they're like, what the hell? What are you doing? I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. It has mandatory three-man squads, which is interesting. Yes. Like, you can't play solo. You have to play with three-man squads. But as uh, because of that, they have a really great ping system in there that's very intuitive. It works well on controller. And there's a lot of different, like, options for the ping so that you can communicate without having a mic, which is awesome. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Gotcha. So they did a well, pretty good job with it. I mean, yeah, say for a free game. For a free game, it's really worth it, guys. <laughs> Finger quotes. Yep. But I mean, yeah, good, good for Ninja. Like, yeah, that, that's that's some good money. Now, you know what? Now he'll be, now he'll be able to. Now he can afford to bribe his kids' way into college. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Sorry, it's kid. Relevant. You're yeah. not. You're not. You're not smart enough to make it into college. But don't worry, we got money. So. <laughs> Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, yep. Mike, do you want to take the next no- news item here? Sure thing. And this comes uh, to us from the University of Oxford. So you know it is just laden with intelligence. Yes. Uh, violent People video got bribed game... to go there, by the way, too. <laughs> Vi- yeah, that's true. Violent video games are found not to be associated with adolescent aggression. So uh, what was quoted was the idea that violent video games drive real-world aggression is a popular one. But it hasn't tested very well over time, and this is according to lead research re, lead research uh, professor Andrew Prisblisky. Um, this is the director of research at the Oxford Internet Institute. Uh, they went on to say, despite interest in the topic by parents and policymakers, the research has not demonstrated that there is cause to concern. Uh, our findings suggest that researcher biases might have influenced previous studies on the topic. Big surprise there. And I'm have shocked. Di- yeah. yeah. <laughs> and have distorted our, our understanding of the effects of video games. And this was according to uh, co-author Dr. Netta Weinstein from the Cardiff University. Uh, part of the problem in technology research is that there are many ways to analyze the same data, which will produce different results. A cherry-picked result can add undue weight to the moral panic surrounding video games. The registered study approach is safe is a safeguard against this, again, according to uh, so part of the study was pre-registration, where the researchers publicly registered their hypothesis, methods, and analysis technique prior to beginning the research. Yeah. Um, I thought so... that's how all science worked. I didn't know that that's no, like... sweetie. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't the whole idea is that you have a hypothesis... You discuss what methods and techniques you're going to be using no, no, before this. No, 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 no. See, so you have theory. a donor who oh. wants a result and pays for a result, oh. and you work backwards from there. Oh. Yep. I, I, I guess that sixth grade science class that I took is meaningless. I mean, throw that out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, stay in school. Wait, don't yeah. stay in school. Yeah. Because it's meaningless. 
But if you're going to go to school, have your parents bribe. No, don't have your parents bribe. Never mind. Just keep going. <laughs> so here's what's funny is that those of us who are avid gamers, this should co- this comes as no surprise. Uh, yeah. But the other thing is this is this this, and I appreciate you throwing this into the notes because this is not getting as much attention as every other article that comes out saying that video games cause aggression. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think there was um, some politician, and I I don't remember exactly, but I believe it was some politician in Britain that was coming out on a new warpath earlier this week and was saying about yes, you know, all the problems violent video games were causing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's just it's just such a convenient scapegoat, especially if you don't play video games and don't care for them, that uh, you can blame video games and not actually have to address any murky, gray, sticky, real world problems. Yep. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, this comes on the heels of, unfortunately, another tragic event that happened in New Zealand over the last weekend, too. Yes. And so, I mean... One thing that I will say, like things where the argument is violence, you know, video games are too violent. And that's what's causing us issues. I mean, that's masking the issues that we really have to deal with. And there's a lot of hate in the world. And I feel like the moment that we start ignoring the actual problems that we're facing and put in, in trying to create a scapegoat, the scapegoat is causing more problems. So let's have real conversations, people. Let's have real conversations about what's actually happening in the world there's a lot of hate and let's stop it this is it's dumb that's all i mean that's my soapbox right there that's that that's no that's very poignant so uh so yeah so i mean in other news water is wet as well so i mean that's i mean yeah so i mean it's just it's 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 shocking that i mean it's not shocking that obviously video games or other media does not cause violence like other other things cause violence, but uh, they did say though. I mean, to I mean, they did say in the article they did go on and say that yes, while the video games don't cause violence, I mean, seeing aggressive images does cause some aggression, I guess, when people are playing those games. But I wouldn't say like it didn't. It didn't sound like they were saying that the violence is you know in the world in it, it does not drive real world violence. Well, probably what we need is just like. Um... Something in 1984, we have where we have our two minute hate mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Okay. No, I said yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. I, is this from the book in 1984? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, I read it a long time ago. I don't remember. I don't remember. So, it, well, basically, in the book, like you have people are so repressed in what they're the things that they're allowed to do and say and feel, and so. Uh, for like two minutes every day they say okay now we're going to hate and so like they put up like the the rival country and then everybody would just direct all their fury and anger and energy at this image of the rival country and then once it's you know purged from yourself then you go on (laughs) oh my gosh so i mean you can say that video games cause violence if you want to try to or you can say that um, aggressive images causes aggression, but I think that those kind of feelings are just inherent in being human, and it's what we do with them that matters. Yeah, yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, no, I agree, and and I think that the talking through our issues, and that's, I think, that's a problem that we have with, with, uh, with you know, our society today is we don't talk enough, right? It's 
it's enough there's way too much shouting uh, way too pointing too much of like pointing fingers and not sitting down at the table and looking at what we have in common with each other and it's just it's ridiculous but this is a very deep episode we're <laughs> <laughs> not even at our hot topic yet yeah we're not you're not uh do you guys have anything else from the news yes yes yeah. okay uh, go ahead mike no 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 after you no i think yours might be the same mike Go nuts. All right. You want to go nuts? Let's go nuts. Oh boy, I... We just talked about not being violent. <laughs> shut up! You shut up! <laughs> um, I'm ex- I am very excited about this. Uh, this week, we got an announcement. Unfortunately, nothing was shown, but just the announcement was enough to make me very, very giddy. Um, Turtle Rock announced that they are making a spiritual successor to Left for Dead. Mm-hmm. Called Back for Blood. It is oh. a co-op online zombie shooter. Uh, obviously, it doesn't take place in the uh, in the same universe as Left 4 Dead, uh, because obviously, writes uh, Warner Brothers is uh, is uh, publishing it, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, there, it's looks to be more the same. And for people like me who have been clamoring for Left 4 Dead 3, very exciting news. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I was never a Left 4 Dead like person, I guess. I I never really I never played a game. Is it good? Is it a good oh, series? Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah. Oh, I, oh yeah, it's great. Is it, it just a zombie shooter? Or what is it? Is it yeah. like is it like Resident Evil? No. No. Oh, okay. It's just it's very cut and dry. You're a person, you gang up with three friends, you mow through zombies in order to get to your destination. Oh. That does sound fun. Blue, have you very played intense. Have you played the game? No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. I'm sad because I kind of missed the boat for Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. I didn't get either of them until like seven, eight years after they came out initially. And so I would just kind of like play them on an occasional like social basis. So I'd like get a friend with me and then we'd download a bunch of mods and then just screw around with giant Shrek zombies chasing us in <laughs> Middle Earth and trying to defend Helm's Deep. Nice. But yeah, I think with this one... I could hopefully get in at on the ground floor and actually team up with some people and have some fun. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be all over this now. What was the uh, evolve? I know that was kind of a flop. Yeah. So, uh, I just hope that uh, they learn their lessons from this and this one will be much much better. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. Was that the same as your news? Yes, it was, Mike. Oh, all right. You Great nailed minds, it, man. Great minds. <laughs> Uh, I do have one more thing that I didn't add, uh, and I was going to add, but I, I'll, I'll talk about it quickly here. Uh, did you hear that Steam is actually going to uh, implement tools to try to stop review bombing? Oh. So they're going to have, yeah, so so it's going to be like all algorithm-based, but it's going to look and see if like the re- review is going to be, uh, has certain words or has certain things that really distracts distracts from the actual uh game uh and in in like more of like the information about the game and just just bombing it either good or bad here's the thing it only is going to apply to user reviews so it's not going to apply to uh, like critic reviews and if that game if they deem that it is a it is a review bomb not only does that user review get wiped out all user reviews for that game get wiped out oh, your algorithm yeah. better be yeah <laughs> solid yeah. yeah yeah like i was reading somewhere i think it was the captain marvel movie that oh, yeah. uh it's, was it rotten tomatoes or somebody 
some site had had set up an algorithm to wipe review bombers, but oh, it really? had the net had been way too wide, mm-hmm. and so it took down all kinds of <sighs> reviews of it. Oh, that's too bad. Interesting. Oh. Steam already has a system in place to kind of diminish the effect of review bombing where it shows you the user reviews overall and then it shows you the recent user reviews from like x amount of time back forward so that you can kind of understand how people have been looking at the game in its current state and historically how they've looked at the game over time Mm. i wonder if it wouldn't just be more effective if you could mark reviews as a user if you could mark them as a review bomb oh that's yeah, true it might work yeah or rate them or, or, or vote them or would or you something. get review review bombs where people are like hey this person reviewed it positively report them <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. counter bombing yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the reviews for steam do you have to own a copy of the game in order to leave a review for it hmm. Does anyone know that? Because well, oh, I would just question. think like that that should be like don't don't you think that would be a really good setup? Like okay, if you're gonna bomb this, if you're gonna review bomb this, you need to own a copy of it. Like if you need to leave any kind of review, you need to own a copy. Yeah, that's a good point because like well, that's the problem with Metacritic, right? Because you don't have to own the game. Yeah, the users don't. They can just write whatever they want onto their user reviews. Uh yeah, I don't. I mean, th- that could be something that could be totally implemented for Steam. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if you have to own the game or not to write a review. Uh, but it would be something that I think that's a good that's a good solution, Mike. That you I actually think you have do to have to own it. Do you to okay. write a review currently? Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I would. It would be cool if they could do something like that, even for Metacritic, like somehow prove that you own the game. I don't. I don't know how they could do that, but selfie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. I think a way, a, uh, it looks like a way around the Steam review process. I think you need to at least have played the game on your account, and mm-hmm. so if there's like a free weekend or something, you could just open the game for a second and then review it. Hmm. So that's a potential doorway for review bombing. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's the other thing I had. Anybody else have anything? Else I do. They... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, Hollow Knight got announced. Not only a physical copy, but a really kick-ass special collector's edition, also. To be coming out in May. (laughs) (laughs) How many did you order? (laughs) Just the one, but I got all the bells and whistles added to it. Oh, nice. I'm so very excited. Yeah, that's awesome. Did you get that plushie ever? Did you ever get that plushie? No, I never did. Oh. Someday, I haven't seen it. Maybe. I haven't seen it at Best Buy either anymore, so that's too bad. Mm. Um Well that's cool. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. I I saw you post that too, so Yeah, that's exciting. And you, can, you can get it for um Switch or Xbox or Playstation or whatever platform you want to, which is really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh I yeah, I have to go back and play that game. You know, one thing that there's a there's this guy that does uh 3D art, Lou. Mm-hmm. I'll just send you his link. It's kind of expensive, but he does uh, a lot of video game 3D art. But one thing that he does is well, this is in the UK, so I think this is why it might be expensive to ship here. I'm not sure. I didn't really look into it too much, but he does Hollow Knight uh 3D art. 
Oh, cool. It's all framed. So I'll, I'll send you the link. It looks really cool. So <laughs> so I can sit there and go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So broke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I did this morning. I was like, oh, look at this. So cool stuff I can't afford. Yeah. That's so awesome. <laughs> uh, anything else from anyone? Nope. Okay. So uh, then let's go on to our listener feedback. Uh, so last week. We gave our top five favorite female characters. And Blue, before we go into the listener feedback, I do want to know what your top five female characters are. Um, let's see if I remember who I had. I had Seamus, or Seamus. I had um, Cortana, Laura Croft, um, I think Chun-Li, and, um, and then I couldn't choose between the Final <laughs> Fantasy X ladies. Oh, so as a group. See. Oh, nice. The gull wings. The gull wings. Yeah, they're the. Do you know who the gull wings are blue? No. They're the three girls in Final Fantasy X two. So it's Yuna oh, and oh. Riku and emo one that I forget her name. I don't speak of that game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice, good. I, you know, uh, it seems like Laura, and we'll. we'll go through the uh, feedback but laura croft and uh samus seem to be the ones that kind of show up on a lot of people's uh, list so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and chun li i think chun li was going to make my cut too i really like chun li but uh boy there's a lot of there's a lot of good characters to choose from so let's go through uh uh, birdo was on my short list oh Oh, nice yeah Yeah. totally forgot about birdo oh yeah that's a good take (laughs) uh oh man i would have told if i remember birdo it would have been my list i love birdo (laughs) I love Birdo in the cartoons because she had a. Th- was it in the cartoons or in the in the in the game? She had a thing for Yoshi, didn't she? I don't remember. Had to have been in the cartoons. I, I think it was in the game. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was in the cartoons. She's but... too busy winning in the games. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Uh, all right, let's go through some of the tweets then that we got listener feedback. So the first one comes from the True Donnie G, and he tweeted, "This is a tough question to answer. They there have been so many." female many female characters that may have have made an impact in so many ways here are my top five in no particular order uh princess peach zelda chung lee kelly med uh that's the uh, dana plato's character in night trap (laughs) i think that he i think that (laughs) that he had the he was the only one that had her on the list uh, (laughs) definitely (laughs) and laura croft uh so yeah this that i mean like i said the, a lot of these names are going to appear up on a lot, on a lot of people's names list except for kelly <laughs> like the rest of them show up on a lot of people's list so uh mike do you want to take the next one here sure and this comes uh from the well-read mage and they tweeted tara tifa samus luca am i saying mm-hmm. that right yeah. and yuna yeah tifa almost made my list too i i like tifa a lot tara's awesome i don't know tara She's Final Fantasy VI. Oh, okay, that's why I don't know Tara. She's rad. Is she the is she the main protagonist in Six? Uh, mostly, yeah, yeah. The okay. game kind of has a fluid protagonist, but for the most part, yeah, she is. Okay. Uh, Christian, you want to take the next one? Sure. This one's from Ancient Lit Dude, who tweeted Peach, Samus, Ridia. I don't know who Ridia is. And Cat, I believe Cat's Gravity Rush, and Nina from Breath of Fire. Ah. Oh, Breath nice. of Fire Two. I'm sorry. Who's Ridia? Do you guys know? I don't know who Ridia is. Me neither. No. Ancient lit dude, you have to let us know who Ridia is. Yeah. Yeah. To Google. (laughs) 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 (la
Uh, the next one is uh, Blue. Do you want to take the next one? I'm looking on Google. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> you look. You look up on Google. Uh, Mike, do you want to take the next one? Sure. This comes from Helwick. They tweeted uh, Alex Vance, yes. Samoth, and Elizabeth. Yes. You star. <laughs> Who's Alex Vance? That was one of my top five. She is one of the characters in Half Life Two. Oh, that's right. All right, so you mentioned that. Sorry, I, I don't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, Christian. Less <laughs> what we talked about last week. That's okay. Rydia uh, is from Final Fantasy IV. Four. Four. Oh, I see. She's a black mage. I got gotcha. you. Oh, cool. I got gotcha. you. It's nice. one of the ones I haven't played. It's on the backlog. Nice. Uh, Blue, do you want to take the next one from Desert Fury? Sure. Desert Fury 90 tweeted Jade from Beyond Good and Evil, um, Bastilla Sean from Knights of the Old Republic, Mission Vow from Knights of the Old Republic, <laughs> Princess Zelda and Taki from Soul Calibur. Yeah. Knights of the Old Republic. A lot of Knights of the Old Republic characters yeah. there. Uh, I started playing that game because that's free now on the Xbox Game Pass. So. Oh. I, I went to Walmart and I got the second one for PC for like 15 bucks back oh, in the day. Nice. Oh. And I got it with Empire at War. And Empire at War was like the Star Wars RTS. And that was the only one that ran on my computer because it was like a bad office computer. And so I played the crap out of that. But then I finally got a laptop that could play KOTOR 2. And my parents had to take the laptop away because I played that sucker for like 30, 40 hours straight. <laughs> I finished it once, immediately started a second game. I loved oh it. God. So, Christian, a lot of your stories involve your parents taking away <laughs> yep. games from yep. you. Yep. That was Oblivion. I got Oblivion on PS3. That got my PS3 taken away on several occasions. <laughs> Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. I played that through in one day. That got my laptop taken away from me. <laughs> it's unfortunate. The now struggle as an adult, is real. It is. Yeah, exactly. As an adult, does it feel weird now that you have nobody taking things away from you? Oh, it's so liberating. Yeah. It's so nice. <laughs> sure. you call your parent, call them up and say, hey, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't slept in three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I drink all the Mountain Dew I want. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I beat Octopath Traveler, Mom and Dad, so there. <laughs> uh, the next one comes from at Blonde Shelly, and they tweeted a gift of Laura Croft. Do you guys know who Shelly Blonde is? Yes, of course. She is the voice, the original voice of Laura Croft. That's so awesome! <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was so cool that, that she participated. So thanks for the for the feedback. So thanks, everybody, for the feedback. We also got feedback on our iTunes site, which is awesome. So you can go, there's a link in our show notes. You can leave us a review there. Uh, the first one, uh, Blue, do you want to read the, the first one we got here? Sure. Uh, they said, I really enjoy the banter between these three. They have their own little niches that they bring to the table, and that creates a discourse that has a variety of opinions and taste. Feels like sitting down and listening to a comfortable and informed conversation. I subscribed, and you should too. Thank you, Retro Game Brews. That's very kind. Yeah, that is really nice. Uh, And then the the other feedback that we got here uh, says, Great show. Uh, Great niche show with wonderful, knowledgeable host. And that is from ABP Finance. Thank you. So thanks. Yeah. Thanks everybody for leaving us reviews. We really appreciate that. And we loved hearing your, your feedback that you have for the show. All right, let's go on then to the games that we're currently playing. Uh, I don't, I'm, I don't have any reviews this week. So let's just talk about the games that we're currently playing. 
Uh, Christian, we'll start with you since we've kind of been <laughs> alluding to it anyway. Christian does have a review. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, you do? I suppose so. My final I, thoughts. Yeah. Let me get my notes out here. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> An Octopath notes. Traveler. He's got I like rolled... three notebooks full of notes there. <laughs> yep. I rolled credits on it. It's done. I finished it before Sekiro came out. Success. Oh, my God. Nice and it's. Work. It's interesting. Um, I guess in order to roll credits, all you have to do is uh, beat all four chapters with your main character that you picked out at the beginning. And oh, I did it with uh, four. My, my I got like a party of my four favorites, so I just did the story with all four of those people. Wait, you don't have to do all the chapters with all the characters? No, no. If you do, you unlock a special post-game dungeon, oh. which is a little... Kind of lackluster. It's not really that impressive. I'm not impressed. But <laughs> after he leveled up to level 99, it didn't kill him 50 yeah. times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> I had 50 it. health potions and level 99, and nothing yeah. was easy. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, my my level was like around 62 after finishing the four people story, and it my final playtime was somewhere around 40 hours. So I played it quite a bit over the past week and a half, and I love the turn-based combat. It's excellent. The encounters feel like puzzles because you get a like got to figure out their weaknesses and when to use your battle points to do multiple attacks in a turn so that you can keep them from attacking you. And it feels very satisfying to just wail on them and keep them from attacking you because you set everything up just right. I really like the combat system. It's great. And also the visuals, like I mentioned last time, they're awesome. It's a really great blend of old and new in a really cool way. I'm sure you both agree. But I love the magic attacks. They're so magic colorful attacks. and the reflections yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, absolutely. I you hear agree, the butt. Roger? Oh, no, I agree. I'm just waiting for the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Christian always has a butt. <laughs> yeah. There's some good story stuff. You know, there's uh, like Primrose's story has a really good beginning. Uh, there's there's some inconsistent quality in other beginnings, but there's there's some good story stuff going on, some good dialogue, especially. Wait, can can I just pause there for a second? Yes, because because every day at lunch you've been playing, <laughs> you've been playing Octopath. Yes, and I and, and as you know, so as we talk through it and our you know other uh, we have like a so just to give everybody else a, kind of a <laughs> a background, we have like a big table of just a bunch of nerds that sit at this table yeah. actually at lunch. It's probably like, I don't know, six of us or so, right? I think what like, you mean is the place? cool kids. I mean, yes, yeah. the cool kids table. <laughs> the cool kids table. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's interesting to hear like you and Jordan talk about the game, like, you know, cause there, there's times where you're talking about it and I'm, especially Primrose, I'm not hundred percent sure you enjoyed even her story really. Cause like <laughs> you, like we, we kind of got into a debate of whether or not Primrose is a, actually a good, a good character or not and i don't i'm not sure if i'm not sure we're on the same page with primrose yeah. even her story uh, her story i'll get into this okay. but primrose's story especially her character kind of lacks an arc and it just kind of happens i was expecting it to kind of do something but the story all four chapters were just kind of by the numbers yeah well okay, it was not yeah by. and i can't really speak to because i haven't beaten the game yet but i uh but you know keep going i'm sorry i didn't mean yeah no no i mean overall i was kind of underwhelmed with octopath traveler unfortunately i think the game structure is bad and a lot of the story has major problems with it and so for the structure you got eight characters each of these characters each of the eight has four chapters that are identically structured so you're doing the same thing over and over again 32 times it's exhausting 
you've got the beginning of a chapter, you get recap of what the character just did, so you got to go through the recap, and then you do a dialogue section, you know, we got to get a story going on for whatever this chapter is going to do, and then dungeon boss. It's the same thing 32 times, and it's it's tiring. It it tuckered me out by, you know, after like 20 hours, I started feeling more apprehensive than I did excited to start each new chapter knowing that it would play through the same series of long dialogue cutscenes and recaps before finally getting back to the action, which was just going through a dungeon and fighting a boss. Yeah. No, I can see that complaint for sure. Yeah. I mean... Even even the first chapter, like when you pick up a new character, I was just like, oh come on, I have to go through their story again, like this person's story, like, and it's yeah, because it's always the prelude to them joining the group, and that does get a little tiresome after a while. So if you could change, what would you for? So obviously, at least I'm hoping there's going to be an inevitable sequel. So what would you change? What change would you like to see for the next one? I would like to see a more singular story or at least uh, a more singular narrative because you can do any chapter in any order but each story chapter is then bogging itself down with recap and flashbacks and you're disincentivized in longer play sessions because you'll be seeing so much of the same thing over and over and the overall narrative lacks this thrust because you're doing this character a little chunk and you just want to see the next chunk as soon as you're done with that little chunk but it's like nope level requirement is increased do another ones do another character's story and it's it's frustrating because you kind of invest yourself in it and then you get pulled out sent another character's way to get invested in that one before getting pulled out and then it just it just you know cherry picks you along yeah so that's i really wish it had more of a thrust to it, if that makes any sense, Mike. Yeah. So basically, for the next one, instead of Octopath Traveler, you want it to just be called Path Traveler. <laughs> yeah, that would be sweet. See, that's what I was thinking is because the whole eight different stories things is kind of its gimmick. And it so is. if it gives it that up, what yeah. is Octopath Traveler? It yeah. is It is interesting. And I mean, in the, the very bite-sized stories, I think were effective. It's a thing that they were going for. But I felt the plot is riddled with like lack of character development, repeated cliches, and head-scratching inconsistencies where there's, for the character development, there's plot twists involving characters that are introduced in the very chapter. The very chapter that the twists take place in is, like, the twist revolves around a character that was introduced, like, 20 minutes ago. So the twists lack any heft or impact because of that. And there's this weird kidnapping motif going on. I don't know what the deal is. But because of the game's repetitive structure, the game feels the need to give you a boss fight for every chapter. So a lot of the time, said boss will just come along, kidnap a character, and then now we got a boss fight with a false sense of urgency and inadequate importance. Yeah, I think that's the biggest complaint that I've heard other people say about the game, too. One, that it it does give you a false sense of, like, uh, urgency, like you said. And then... uh, or a structure, the same, I guess, same formula for the urgency, right? Maybe not false sense, but the same urgency, same same sense of urgency. And then the other thing is that these characters really don't have a whole lot in common. Like, there's no reason for them to be traveling together. Like, why are they traveling together? And, and my yes. argument for that is, 
Well, why do any D&D... If you ever played D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, why do any of your characters ever travel together? <laughs> there's so many parties that I've been in. I'm like, why did this party ever form? Because there's really absolutely no reason that this form this party formed except for the fact that each of them have their own goals, their own you know story arc in mind, and that they're just using each other to kind of fulfill that... So they don't all die. That's that's the whole reason that they work together. And it, it, that's, to me, I think the reason why I liked Octopath. Because it reminded me a lot of Dungeons & Dragons, actually. Yes. In Dungeons & Dragons, that is the case. But your characters all collaborate to solve these problems and all have a role in the plot that's happening. Whereas that was an issue I had with Octopath Traveler. Because each character's plot events play out as though none of the other characters are there. So it creates this well, really weird dissonance in a game that's so focused on the feeling of building up rapport with a party of characters when the story only cares about the actual party and very small optional dialogue snippets. Even in the even even in the future chapters, not even I mean, so I can understand yes. the the chapter one that being the case, but in future chapters too. Yep, as well. I mean, yep. I should say. oh, that's too bad. Yeah, like there's like to tie into the kidnapping motif. You're playing as a character. The character gets trapped. And so another character comes along, and I'm like, oh, awesome, this person's going to help me out. They get you out, and you're only this one character. Like, your party is non-existent in this, as far as the story's concerned. You go to a battle, immediately all four of you are there. But then as soon as that's over, it's like, it's just one of you in the story. And then as soon as this lady res- rescued me, I was like, awesome, maybe I'll get to learn more about this character. And then the chapter's boss sw- sweeped her up, whisked her away, and then we had to rescue her for the boss mm. fight. That's too bad. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I was really disappointed in Primrose's plot. She's got a very strong beginning. It sets something up very effectively. But her character itself doesn't really have an arc, and she doesn't really develop as a person. And she's one of the chapters. One of her chapters suffers from the whole twist. But the character was introduced in this chapter. So, I mean, I guess, what a twist. That's cool, I guess. What a twist. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. I get... I can see your points. Yeah. <laughs> I feel defeated. <laughs> I've been lawyered. I'm still going to go through it. I'm still going to muscle my way through it. Yes, I think that's the best way to play it is probably in shorter, more concentrated bursts. Because like I said, the game kind of disincentivizes you to just play it in large swaths because you're just doing a little snippet of story and then it refreshes you for everything else that's happened for each character. Whereas if a game has a single linear narrative beginning to end, it doesn't feel the need to do that because it's like progressing like a singular story and you can remember the events and how they played out. Whereas here it's, it it was frustrating. It was frustrating. I'll probably still go back to it to experience that combat because the combat's good. You know, you can level up, grind some stuff out. I can enjoy that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just funny because like this whole week when I, you know, because I, I was playing other games. Uh, that is kind of the fun part about that table is that we all, like, not all of us, but we, you know, a lot of us have Switches, and we'll bring our Switch, and we're all playing different games and stuff like that, and we just kind of talk through it. But, like, one thing that I was, like, kind of disappointed with is the fact that, like, you just, I could tell that you weren't enjoying it as much as, as I was hoping that you would enjoy it. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, I just, I could just, I just got the sense that, like, boy, could have been playing a better game game than this (laughs) yeah yeah so it was a time investment i think my my jrpg palette is very refined because i've spent my jrpg time playing what a lot of people consider to be like the best of the best so a lot of final fantasies uh a lot of pokemon so when a jrpg comes along that's more you know 
good, that doesn't resonate with me as as much as one yeah. that has like a f- narrative that's above and beyond anything that's in video games. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, can't all be fans of the JRP genre? Just JRPG genre, just as the genre. I get it. No, I get it. Mike, I Mike, I get it. Christian, I get it. <laughs> I do like JRPGs though. I mean, I played a bunch. It's just, I guess, I played the best ones. Yeah. And this one was decent. Octopath yeah. Traveler's decent. Yeah. Uh, have you been playing anything else? Yes. I Now with Octopath Traveler done, Sekiro comes out Friday, yeah. but I'm hoping to get through Devil May Cry 5. So I put a handful God. of hours into it. I'm about a third of the way through, I think. Oh and I'm really enjoying it. It's awesome. I have uh, heard nothing but good things about this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really good. I mean, I have not played uh, through an entire Devil May Cry in the past. I've played a little bit of two, a little bit of four. That's it. And so I was kind of going in, you know, not anticipating understanding the story. And I absolutely don't. But the story is very simple. It's clearly just kind of like a, a pathway to deliver cool action set pieces. And those are awesome. It's like a hack and slashy combat system. But it's not like button mashy. It's more like deliberate. And you're rewarded for cleverly like stringing together your moves in ways that dodge the enemy and also get you a good ranking. Because you want that good S rank. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying it. It's making me, it makes me miss Bayonetta because the color palette is very similar. These are very similar games, yeah. Bayonetta and Devil May Cry. Yeah. I think the same director was behind both of them. So, I mean, that's kind of what you're getting. The color palette's very similar to Bayonetta 1, which is very muted. It's something that I, it's, it's kind of grating because it's all muted colors, lots of blacks, lots of reds, and not a lot of other colors going on. It's, it looks great. The game has very good technical qualities to it, great particle effects. But I'm hoping with whatever Devil May Cry 6 ends up being, they go the Bayonetta 2 route and just color explosion. Because I love Bayonetta 2, and playing this makes me miss it. Yeah, nice. Nice, yeah. That's a, that's definitely a game that I am I need to pick up myself. Because uh, I, like, I did like playing Bayonetta the first one. I played that one. I liked that one a lot. So Yeah? Uh, this game looks good, yeah. So Cool. Anything else? Nope, that's it. Uh, what about you, Blue? What have you been playing? The only thing I've been playing this week is Evil Land 2. Yeah. That's right. I saw your message. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, I'm not really making progress, though, because I am so obsessed with the game of cards in, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the game. Is like, it really character- good? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's simple, but for whatever reason, like, I just can't get enough of it. And you have to go around and challenge NPCs and beat them to get more cards in your deck. Ooh, this sounds like Triple Triad. And, Do you know um, what Triple Triad is? Uh-uh. No, it's the Final Fantasy VIII card game, which oh. is my favorite part of Final Fantasy VIII was running around and card challenging people because the battle system was weird and I didn't like it. But I like that card game. You go around and challenge <laughs> NPCs to get better cards. Right. Ooh, they should have put that in Final Fantasy X they instead should've. of friggin' Blitzball. I agree. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, like, the characters are like, oh, we gotta collect the five keys and we gotta stop the weapon. And I'm like, I am so busy right now. Playing cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that, amazing. Th- that can wait. Yeah. I mean, we have a time machine anyway, so it's fine. It's not like, you know, there's a rush. Yeah. I, does, does it not make you, like, want, like, a physical version of this card game? Like, with, like, booster packs and stuff like that? Maybe. <sighs> kind of kind of i don't know i feel like 
because that's part of the fun is putting the cards on the board and having them animate each other. Oh, yeah. You know, as opposed to having to keep track of it yourself in real life. Mm-hmm. But... Do you so I I have Evil Land as well, um, mm-hmm. but I haven't played a, enough of it yet. So I haven't gone into the second game yet. So do you have to like beat a certain up to a certain part of the game before you can start playing the card game, or how does that work? Yeah, I think it's it's not introduced till a couple hours in. Okay, and then but, you can just keep playing it over and over. You don't have to do anything else. Well, I mean, you don't have to, but if you want to come across new NPCs with new cards. Then you kind of got to play through the game oh, so that you can okay. get to the areas that they are in. But okay. like the guard in front of the pyramid, Mike, did you beat him? The guard in front of the pyramid? Uh-huh. No, I did not. Because I can't be. I've challenged him like fifty times, and it's always <laughs> it'll be down to like I've got two hit points and he's got three, and mm-hmm. then for he just always manages to beat me oh. in the end, and I'm just like. <gasps> It's so infuriating. So you challenge other NPCs to different card games? Is that how this works? Yeah, you if you can if you walk up to somebody, there'll be a pop up at the bottom of the screen that says challenge, and you can challenge oh. them or not depending on how you want to. So that sounds that's, awesome. That's all I've been doing. <laughs> that sounds really fun. That sounds so. Like, do you get cards from them then too? If you beat them, you get a card from their deck. Oh, that's so cool! Oh my gosh, this does sound like like the most amazing game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty fun. I'm pretty like I need to stop worrying about the cards and like actually <laughs> as the world burns around you. It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. So what's the closest analog as far as card playing games are concerned? You said that there's HP. So is it like Hearthstone or something like that? Um, I guess it's like um the cards have different. They have hit points and then they have like strength points. Okay. And so you. There's two sides of the board, and you, each side of the board has six squares, so you can play up to six cards at a time. Yeah. And then if the there is no card, enemy card adjacent to yours on the board, then the card will strike at your the NPC and take down their hit points with whatever uh-huh. their their that striking like number is. However, the NPC can play a card opposite of that one, and then they'll mm-hmm. fight each other until one wins. Uh, and so they okay. can go pretty long time these I games see, yeah. yeah that sounds awesome uh it, there's i mentioned this game before but the cold cup revolt i think you would like that game blue uh because it's it's a card game uh similar to what you're describing and then mm-hmm. it's also monopoly mixed kind of so. what? <laughs> <laughs> monopoly really is awesome. the worst game ever it is. no it is but this game is really fun because you can put monsters on different like spots and then mm-hmm. if you have your deck you can challenge the monsters on the different lands and then uh if you don't you, you just pay them you know the, the toe whatever they have there but you can also challenge them and try taking over that with your deck of cards it's really good i think you would like it a lot if you like it sounds like you like so it's risk and monopoly it's yeah kind of yeah yeah kind of like i don't know if you ever played um like magic the gathering it kind of reminds me of magic the gathering a little bit hmm. so uh that's so cool that sounds like i i have to play this game now i have to play more yeah i mean game. the game aside from the card games is fantastic uh i love that in evil land one it was just more of like a a video game fan kind of an in joke you play through the history and you get all these um you know funny conventions that come up and things that you wouldn't understand if you hadn't played a bunch of video games and it's <laughs> It's just more of a love letter to gaming and a, a 
history lesson at the same time. But then you go to Evil Land 2, and it's they take that concept and actually make a full-fledged game out of it with, you know, the world. You have to save the world, and there's all these characters and um, real plots and everything. So it's... Interesting. Does the second one also have, like, the progression where the game changes art style? It does. And I think Mike was saying this before when he talked about the game. But you move backwards and forwards in time. And so then depending on where you are in time, that's what your graphics look like. I got That's you. awesome. Yep. Cool. Uh, are you playing anything else? <laughs> no. Though I need to play uh, <laughs> Super Smash TV tomorrow oh, or tonight yeah. for to the too. Retro Game Brews Challenge. Yep. Have you you've never played Super Smash? I have never, never played it. Oh. Uh, All I hear is that it's really difficult. That's what everybody's saying. <laughs> yeah. It, like, well, it's awesome. It's so hard. It's like, oh, great. Yeah. So, originally, in the, in the arcade, it's a twin-stick shooter, just FYI. I know. I heard that. I was like, oh, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't played. I played the Nintendo. I had NES, the NES Smash TV. I loved Smash TV. I loved Smash TV. Mike, I think you're a huge fan of Smash TV as well, right? Love Smash TV. Love yeah. Smash TV. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I, you guys are going to do well this week, then. I don't think... Well, I mean, I'll play it, but I don't think I'm going to do well. I'm not good at the game. I like it, but I'm not good at it. But um, but I've never played Super Smash TV. Have you, Mike? Super Smash TV was was the uh, the version that I owned. I bought oh, it. Yeah. Oh. I had like $12 when I went to a Funko Land. So I, I didn't even know much about it. I'm like, oh, I think I remember playing this game. But it was the, pri- the price was right, so I picked it up, and I played it all the time yeah yeah i uh i just reviewed um riddled corpses ex which reminds me a lot of uh a smash tv except you're zooting you're zooting you're shooting zombies uh but it reminds me a lot of where there's a lot of drops and you pick up the drops there's a lot of uh a lot of similarities between that and smash tvs smash tvs smash tvs (laughs) brought to you by smashing pumpkins uh cool yeah i'm excited about that too um mike what have you been playing uh of course continuing on with tetris 99 Mm -hmm. third win my third win yes very excited about that it was actually pretty funny because the moment that i got my third win my son who was playing Fortnite, uh got a win at exactly the same time (laughs) that's crazy that's awesome he's like yeah he's like i just won i'm like so did i (laughs) did we just become best friends (laughs) (laughs) did we become battle royale friends yeah (laughs) so that was pretty funny so i also played some more i played some spelunky um just yeah doing the daily challenge i got 32nd place wow Uh, yeah but it's it's not as i don't think the the people are playing it as much so it's probably 32 out of like 35 what are you PS4. playing it on, Mike? PS4. PS4, I got you. Yep. That's cool, pretty uh, cool, though. I mean, that's cool that people are still playing that game. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. it's You know, it's the good thing about it is it's just, you could seriously just play it for 20 minutes if you want. Mm-hmm. Like, nice. if you're just looking for a really quick, uh, just a really quick game session. So, uh, yeah. So, I also played um, some new Super Mario Brothers U um, Deluxe on the Switch. I um, took, took advantage of that sale. I know mm-hmm. I, was, I was telling you about it, Roger, and then you you sent me a message. You're like, um, GameStop is telling me it's not on sale. Yes. And I'm like, and I remember how they, uh, you know, what they did to you with Far Cry Five <laughs> yes. when they try when they pulled that same those same shenanigans. I'm like, what mm-hmm. are you talking? Like, no, it's it's they Nintendo issued a press release. So I went to my GameStop. I'm like, listen here, 
there's a GameStop about 600 miles away. <laughs> so I had them, I had them scan and check it out, and sure enough, it was not on sale at mine either. What the heck? What was that about? It was weird. I think it was yeah. only online. It must have been. I don't know, but I ended up just going to Best Buy website and just buying the digital code and downloading yeah. it. So I was able to get the deal that way. So I played that, and I'm only playing as Luigi. <laughs> Yay! That's right. Good job. Because yeah, that's Mario. No, no, Luigi's my guy. I'll go yeah. with him. Um, and then I also have been playing uh, Super Smash TV to be oh, part of the Retro yeah. Gamers Challenge. And it's funny that we were talking about aggression in video games. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, uh, actually, if you want if you want to check out the VOD, I was I streamed my session with it. And there was a time where um, I was at uh, the boss of the first uh, the first level. And um, I got I beat him down to his final form and he killed me I, I lost my last life on his final form and i kind of uh oh. i may have thrown a bit of a tantrum. <laughs> there were words were said words were said and yeah uh, a lot of rassin frassin and uh all that other fun stuff but it would but uh, on, on another playthrough i did get past him so that so that made me happy but yeah i played that I, I got a pretty reputable score and then i saw some of the other scores and i'm like oh <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> as soon as the st- scores start uh, coming in for that, you're always like, "Oh, wow. yeah, <laughs> you're like defeated before you even start." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I, 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 again, I absolutely love Super Smash TV. It has a lot of the tropes of the '80s that I loved. It's like a mixture, like you know, they use quotes from RoboCop. They use, uh, you know, a lot, it just reminds me of Running Man, which is one of my favorite '80s movies. Um, so yeah, so I love playing super. Uh, any excuse to play that game. Yeah. And then uh, finally, I played uh, the demo for Yoshi's Crafted World. Ah, uh, so good, right? You know, I don't. I saw a lot of people. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no, a lot of people on, on on Twitter and stuff were like, kind of like, being pretty critical of the game. And I, so I went into it thinking like, okay, well, what's what's with the problems? I had no problems with the game. I thought it was great. Yeah. I loved it. I don't know what I, people are complaining about unless it's just they don't want to play a a game where you're not in danger of being killed or something. I guess. Yeah. No, it was it was cool. It was it was I really liked the concept of uh replaying the level from the opposite from the opposite viewpoint. So mm-hmm. all the um like the 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 buildings and the and the um like the bushes and trees and stuff, when the level flips around the other way and you see the backside of it, you're seeing like serial labels and barcodes and stuff. So it's like, it looks like somebody like actually painted these like cardboard, like they like crafted, they actually crafted um, that's these cool. backdrops yeah. from these old boxes and stuff. And I'm like, that's like, this is a really cool game. So I, it went for me just being kind of lukewarm about it. So I think I might actually just end up picking this up. That's awesome. Yeah, I totally am. I the attention to detail in it, like you were just saying, is amazing, yeah. and the textures and everything, and uh, you can replay the levels, and then they'll give you additional challenges for when you replay the levels, like finding all the cows. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it, it was. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So nice. Don't okay. listen to the haters. Don't yeah. listen to the haters. Nice. Uh, that's all I got okay (laughs) uh for myself so i've been playing the princess guide uh so i'll have a review for that uh next week um so we'll talk more about that um 
And then the other game that I've been playing a lot. So it was my, well, it's not my wife's birthday yet, but uh, I wish I would have waited one day. One day. If I waited <laughs> one day, I would have been able to get the the Switch with the Mario for like $30. Any of the Mario games I wanted for $30. But I got her a Switch on Saturday, and then Sunday the deal came out. I'm like, are you kidding no! me? Yeah, I was so That's upset. That's awful. Yeah, I know. Um, but I got her a Switch, and I downloaded Stardew Valley, and we've been playing that a lot. So uh, we started a new farm, her own farm, and I've been helping her with that. And like I, I, I knew she would love this game because she loves she loves Animal Crossing, and she loved um, uh, the uh, what was the one that what's the one that's similar to Stardew Valley um. Harvest Moon? Harvest Moon, thank you. She loved Harvest Moon. Uh, so she's like, this is a lot like Harvest Moon. I'm like, yep. And <laughs> so so we've been working on her farm. Uh, so we've been staying up late every night working on the farm. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I mean, it's 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 a lot of fun. So last night I, I uh, threw the game up on the TV and I was playing on the TV while she played on the couch next to me playing on her on her switch it was so fun it was so cool nice uh so we've been playing that a lot we haven't played uh the civ 6 yet which she loves six civ 6 as well but um we'll, have to play, we'll start playing that but yeah stardew valley has been kind of taking up a lot of our time with that and uh have i played anything else i think that those are really the only games i've been really been pl- oh nope that's not true uh i have i downloaded star war a space war arena. Uh, so that? that it is a so it's it's a it's a strategy game. Um, it there's a little bit of a deck building to it as well. So you have a you have a space station, and you are taking on other space stations, and you can play different types of ships and different kind of missiles and stuff like that to try to take out the the incoming ships and your enemy space station. It's a lot like chess. It's like chess meets like card building or deck building. It's really cool. It's really good. And by the time this airs, I will have already streamed it. But I do plan on streaming this game uh, on Twitch, on our Twitch channel. So you can go to twitch.tv slash gamerheadspodcast and you can see my streams of this game. So uh, I really like it. It's it's fun. Uh, it's very challenging and yeah it's like it's like chess it's like that's the best way i can describe it so um but it's on the eShop right now it's not that expensive i think it was like twenty dollars i think 15 or twenty dollars i think it was 15 actually so you can get that pretty pretty cheap so those are the games i've been playing uh all right then let's do this let's take a break and then when we come back we'll go into our hot topic and our hot topic this week is about Google the Google console will it succeed we'll talk about that when we come back so stay tuned and welcome back to gamerheads uh this week our hot topic is the Google console uh so they just announced uh Google announced that they had a trailer a tr- weird trailer an interesting trailer uh didn't show much just showed some things but they're saying oh 319 at gdc pay attention because gamers will unite or gamers will congregate or something like that i don't remember exactly the actual <laughs> thing something about ganger gangers gangers will unite gamers will unite and um 
So I want to talk about the Google console. Will it succeed? So I have a couple questions that we can discuss as a group here. So my first question that I have is, uh, so we don't know much about the Google console right now, um, but I do have a question. What, what do you think it would need to have or need to do to win you over as a gamer? One word, exclusives. Yeah. So did you hear that uh, Ubisoft and Sega both agree that they're going to start working with Google on games for this system? and partner with them so I, I don't know if they'll be exclusives from those but I, I think we'll probably see more sonic on those systems and probably some uh uh assassin creed games probably coming to the Google. they'll be ports they're, yeah, they're not ports. yeah the brand new console they're not gonna jump in with the with the immediate exclusives on this they want to test that waters especially mm -hmm. i can't remember when the last time we had more than three major consoles out at the same time, we've well, had three, but then there's been attempts at other yeah. consoles and they've all failed. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Atari? I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, so what about steam? I mean, I mean, could you, argue, I mean, I know it's not a console, but would you argue that steam is kind of in, com in competition with, with the others, with the other three, the other big three right now, or no, not really. I'd say I'd say no, because it's P. There's because at least in the mindsets of a lot of gamers, there's PC gaming and there's console gaming. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'd agree. I think they're 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 different beasts. They don't probably directly um, compete with each other much. Mm -hmm. I agree with Mike. Exclusives, because if Google, they've got boogers of bucks. Okay. Yes. So if they are willing. <laughs> to shell out the big bucks to make some great quality games i'd be there i mean we get god of war because exclusivity exists that's amazing uncharted exists because of console exclusivity thank you please give us more if google can make games of that caliber that would make it an easy purchase for me and that's why i have a switch in addition to my cons my uh, ps4 because <clears throat> i don't get multi-platforms on my switch but I do get the Nintendo games on there. Mm. That's how they got me. Yeah. When but, Google opens their bank statement every month, that's what it says at the bottom. <laughs> Buku bucks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. What about you, Blue? What What does Google have to do to win you over? Uh, I it would, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It would have to. It would have to go beyond just exclusives. It would have to give me something that I just cannot say no to. You know, I don't care for Google as a company on the whole. Um, they are the their issues regarding privacy and different business practices, and I just I prefer to stay as far away from Google products as I can. <laughs> even though people may rightly point out that I said I was going to Google earlier in the show, <laughs> as a joke, but you didn't go to Bing. I no, <laughs> I didn't go to Bing. I went to Internet Explorer. <laughs> But, uh, but it, I mean, it's, it's the same problems that I have with Microsoft and the Xbox. Like, if I want to use a gift card on the Xbox, it still makes me put in my zip code. Why? Oh, That's interesting. That's stupid. That's beyond stupid that I should have to tell them where I live mm. to use a, a, um, a gift card. So, privacy issues are, are a thing for me. And so, if Google's going to make a console and think that they're going to vacuum up 
all of this information from me because that's what they would do. I mean, they're not just going to let us play games and be happy with just that. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm going to need something that is just so fantastic that I just cannot stay away. Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, I mean, and it's interesting that you said that because those are some of my future questions revolve around the power of Google, the, 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 the you know, the, the size of Google and what they can all do. And, and I think you're right. And one of the things that they're going to focus on, and one thing that Google does really well at is understanding marketing to you, right? Like that's one of the biggest strengths is, and, and everybody says that, right? If you want to, if you want to succeed in the business, you got to understand how Google's algorithms work and man. Can you imagine you start playing games and then they're like, oh, you like that game? You'll probably like this game. You'll probably like this game. You'll probably like this game. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably like all these other advertisers that we're going to sell yeah, your information to. Exactly. So and pretty be, soon our console has ads on it. And... Yeah. that's That would be my concern is that yeah. you'll be playing and then there'll be like an ad. Like you can play this game for free, but then you have to play watch this ad. Which, I mean, they already <laughs> do that You can pay for. for it with an ad, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. I'm... Oh, go ahead, Mike. No, no, no. After you, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say what what it needs to do to win me over as a gamer. I think that, like, I I want to see, I think exclusives, I think you're right about that. But I also want to see that it's not going to be just mobile games. They're just not mobile ports. Like, I want to see something that's actually games and not just Google Play Store. Not just, like, a box that you can start playing Google Play Store games on your TV. Because if that's the case, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to play it. That's <laughs> yeah, that dumb. would be really mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. Uh, but if they actually have like an actual console that can actually compete and actually like the thing that I the, the thing that I, I want out of this system is not so much that I want to buy the system, but I want it to drive innovation that the other systems will have to like think uh, have to be more creative mm-hmm. and be different to actually compete with them, even, even if it and even if it doesn't succeed, but it can bring something new to the table. That's what I want out of this system. That's what I want. That's what it would win me over. Not so much that I'd probably buy it, maybe, but as a gamer, that's what I want it to do. Yeah, but it needs to be a console first. Yes. And, and not just a Steam box or something. Right, or not just a you know an all-purpose sort of technology box. Yeah. Or, you know. Like yes. the Xbox. You can watch TV on it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's my that's in 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 these are the things that I've been reading a little bit about it is the fact that, well, there's talks that is going to connect with your with your Chromecast and be able to like you know any kind of TVs you have attached to your Chromecast you'll be able to throw the throw your game up on those things, great. But you're right. I think that's the biggest thing that Google's going to be like. Well, we can bring you Netflix and we can bring you. <laughs> Hulu, <laughs> and we can bring you. But we you have know. a Roku already, so yeah, exactly. Impress me, Google. Yeah, exactly. So if they're gonna push to the like, we can connect your home to the internet. Okay, well, and I we're gonna have manage that. your lights and your heat while you're gone. And <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, Although I will say, being out of the internet, not having the internet for the last couple days, uh, and now having the internet, uh, having not having the internet, man, it's weird. Like I'll say Alexa, and she's like, "I can't help you." I'm like, "Son of a, come on!" Like, oh, she just she just logged. She, we have Alexa almost in every room, so she just actually just fired up right now. So, did you need me? I'm like, "No, I don't need you. I don't need you." Um, but uh, but it is weird not having. But 
you know, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I think that's what one thing Google's going to push is like, you can be connected. Your home can be connected now, even with your games. It's like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were you going to say, Mike? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. I was just saying one of the things that actually kind of concerns me about this, and I'm wondering if this is, this is the route they go down. I sure hope it's not, uh, is I hope they don't like do an evolution of their predictive texting. Like, oh. so like when you start the level, you jump and your character automatically just runs to the end of the level for you. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like Interesting. <laughs> Look at all the games I would beat, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know. Actually, because just... predictive text is based off of uh, your habits as well. So if you always like fall on this one particular place, yeah. then the predictive text will think that's what you mean to do. Then you'll, <laughs> you'll die all the time. No, no. <laughs> Uh, so one, one other question I have here, how do you think it can break into an already established market? Like, it's, it's got to offer something that the other consoles don't, or it's got to have something new and innovative. Otherwise it's just going to get lost. Cause didn't, didn't Apple try to have their own gaming console and even Amazon, didn't they try their own thing for a while? I think there were rumors about it. I think the last new console that we got was like the Ouya or something. Yeah, Ouya. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking of, the Ouya. And Ouya, what happened to that? It became a very popular mo- uh, 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 emulator for retros. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was cool. <laughs> that was about it. When you think about when Microsoft entered the market with the Xbox, what did they do that mm. made them successful as opposed to all the other ones that tried? Yeah, I don't... It was Halo. Halo. Yes. That's and that's what it was. It was that killer app. That's what they. That that's how Microsoft broke into. I think they also had Dead or Alive three. Uh, that was another exclusive. If I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, that's that's what it was. It was just like, it was the game. So they need to if they're gonna announce this thing, they better have a lot to back it up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. uh, they can't just come in with. Uh, Halo, you know, for example, this time they can't just say, oh, we've got our own Halo because mm-hmm. nobody will, there'll be no name recognition, you know what I mean? Yeah. They may as well just say, we've got Anthem and people will be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think what's what would be interesting is we don't really know exactly what this Google thing is, but we know that Google was testing a game streaming application, so mm-hmm. there, there's rumors that this could either be a streaming platform or some sort of hardware or some sort of hybrid of hardware and streaming. And I think if they went the streaming route, if they gave you a box that you just streamed from, that would make them like more that would make them stand on their own two feet in the video game market because it would theoretically be something that you could buy cheap and then play uh, you know, the big AAA titles at fidelity that's better than like a PS4 Pro or Xbox One X even. But at the same time there's still people who are going to want the native thing here and they're not going to have there's large swaths of the of the united states even that doesn't have the bandwidth to push stuff like that so i i got into the project stream beta and screwed around with it a little bit and i was impressed by where they had the latency at like i was i've never streamed a game before even in my own house i've tried streaming to my ps4 and the latency was way better with google stream than it ever was with my ps4 so I was impressed, but I was only able to do it via Wi-Fi when it was very late at night because uh, it was like, oh, your internet connection isn't strong enough, and I'm right next to the router. So I didn't, I didn't understand 
what was going on with that. I plugged it in with a wire and it was fine. But there's large swaths of the United States that don't have the infrastructure to push that. And there's also data caps that people will have to be conscious of. Yes. That they wouldn't have to worry about to as much of an extent if they had their own console. Because, I mean, physical disks are still a thing, even though you have to download giant patches and digital is getting more and more popular. But I still think that the main consoles will still be appealing to most people because of that. Yeah. Except, I mean, look at Xbox. They're, I mean, there's there's rumors that they're gonna re- talk about releasing the diskless system in May. Mm-hmm. I have to say that very carefully. Uh, and and so it'll be interesting. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, it seems like both Google and X Microsoft are kind of going down that same path of, you know, all all digital. Um, in in Google in their their mind even like what cloud play right like well mm-hmm. Xbox I mean Microsoft too like they're trying to push their their Google was it Azure I think or something like that so mm-hmm. um well I think if anybody can do it Google can yeah and that's and I think that's the other thing is that Google like unlike Microsoft like nobody says you know no nobody nobody uses Bing as an ad, as as an ad, or a, an adverb like they use for Google right like or verb mm-hmm. i mean like google they do like i googled that so like google has so much name recognition that i can see where this would be popular not just amongst well i think the thing that they're going to struggle with is getting gamers i think that they're going to get just the generic public the public like the non gamer community i think they have an easier way of trying to yeah attach themselves to them it's, uh-huh. I, yeah, I think you're right about name recognition and what people look to the brand for. Yeah. It's like, because back in the day, Nintendo wanted to be um, like a, an internet service provider and, uh, you know, they wanted to have search engines and all that kind of stuff, but they couldn't get people to buy it because people just thought they were for family entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so for Google, it might go the other way. Like, Interesting. Are, are people going to recognize your company as being a place to go to play games, or just as a more generic information center? Yeah, and that and that concerns me because if 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 they if they're looking at it from who would recognize them from a, a business model, right, and their their brand, they're going to gear their stuff towards that versus actual gamers, right? That's that's my biggest concern with it. So they're right, going to be yeah. pushing the whole. You can have your house connected. You can, you know, do all this exactly. Fun stuff. That's yeah. why I was saying, like, it has to be a console first. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Uh, my last question then, with this hot topic, is: Do you think other consoles, uh, Nintendo, Microsoft, PlayStation, do you think they have to be concerned with Google? Do you think this is going to be <laughs> something that they're have on the radar? Nope. <laughs> I think you could be concerned with, about Google, but for other reasons, not as real competition. <laughs> yeah. I think the main thing that console manufacturers or the big three would have to worry about is uh, potentially if Google's in the business of acquiring development studios for exclusives, yeah. then they're, they've got this big fat paycheck that's just waiting, waiting for any studio to come and they will you know, put the money down for them to make whatever game they want. If that's the case then they should probably worry about their studios, especially in a world where Xbox acquired a bunch of them, including one like right underneath from Sony's nose. Take two? No. Well, that, that one, is... they, they just oh, took... yeah, There was a rumor, yes. There's yeah. a rumor that Sony may acquire Take Two. Yeah. But, but yeah, yes. those deals still have to prove fruitful. 
Otherwise, yeah. all those studios will come crawling back to Sony and and mm-hmm. uh, Microsoft and going, please take us back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, I think if Google is hoping to, uh, I think actually I think Google should be the ones that are that are concerned because not only are they um, jumping into a market that I think we're kind of I think a lot of gamers feel we're at capacity with the amount of consoles that are out there, but they are depending on when they're planning to release this thing, they are not picking a good time to do it. Uh, with the rumors of Microsoft announcing their next system at E3, with we all know we're at the tail end of the PS4's life cycle, so we're and with uh, Sony backing out of E3, there maybe they'll do their own thing and announce the PS5 at their own event. You know, mm-hmm. if your That's people are gonna, point. yeah, if the the regular gamer, actually even the hardcore gamer, is looking at it and they're like, okay, so I've got a I got a, a new Xbox, a new PlayStation, and then this Google thing. <laughs> yeah, well, who gets yeah. my six hundred dollars? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. I I think I think if they can come in at pretty cheap, well, because remember Microsoft now they're coming out with a new system. But if they're coming out with and, and they're saying that this new Xbox, uh, discless system, they're calling it like the Xbox. What do they call it? It's like a long name. Digital it's like only. Xbox or something. One S Digital. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, and they're saying it's gonna be relatively cheap too. It's gonna be. I mean, I I suspect that they're gonna try to undercut even Nintendo prices. I I mm-hmm. think they're gonna come out with this at 150 bucks. That's wow. the that's the that's a point for me where I would consider getting it. I wouldn't pay any more than 150. Yeah, I actually might consider getting one just for my office because I have my X, my I have the uh, the original Xbox. I don't have an S or an X. I have the original Xbox uh, in our in our where I have my other consoles. But I would probably put one in my office just to have one in my office at 150 mm-hmm. bucks. But if Google can underprice some of that stuff, I think they might be okay. But again, what? Yeah, no, it, I agree. It's it's going to be. I think I think I think you're right. I think I think Christian, you're right. If they can start swaying some of these uh, developer studios and start buying up some of those developer studios, I think that would be concerning. But I think mm-hmm. they also have to prove themselves, and I'm not sure a studio would be willing to work with them exclusively if it, if they can't prove themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm Plus, just really excited for this announcement because I have no idea what the heck this thing's going to be. Home. I know. Yeah. Did but you guys see the trailer at all? Yeah, it was like hallway shots of hallways. Yeah, it was like a it was like a uh, space hangar, uh, aircraft hangar, like a cave, like a fan a fantasy cave. <laughs> yeah, and like something else I don't remember, maybe a sports ar- arena or something like that. But it was like all like you're going down this path, uh, in all the different hallways to like this light at the end, and it was like gamers unite or something. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe maybe they're gonna be pushing the whole uh, playing together as well. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that would be fun. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, Apparently, we don't I, like playing with other people, right, guys? Like, <laughs> other people. Yeah, we play video games so we don't have to play with other. People. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's it's. I don't know. It's they're gonna have to do a lot to wow us. Yeah. We're, we're already jaded enough as it is. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true. The, the market is much more educated and spoiled than it was even when Microsoft made their entry into the market. So yeah. Yes. The, yeah. The barriers to entry are much higher now. Well, and I think, I think Blue, you brought a good point about the exclusives. You know, when Microsoft entered the market, they can come up with this game called Halo, which nobody even heard of. And people are like, this is awesome because it was still a pretty young market. I mean, yeah, I mean, in regards to 
like what we have now we're super oversaturated with in the market right but at the time it was pretty still still young in a way now i mean you come up with the game and you're like here's an exclusive exclusive and it's called i don't know something right <laughs> and people are like I, I don't know what that is yeah i have no idea and then something else new and shining that is the thing you know we talked about this before like apex legend and anthem and stuff like that right like all these games coming out now division two came out and in in this is the <laughs> this is the trap that I find myself falling into because I almost picked up Division Two because a bunch of my friends are playing it and I'm like oh I gotta go play it too but that, <laughs> peer pressure yeah exactly but then I'm like you know what then two months from now something else is gonna come out and they're gonna play playing that and I can't I can't keep up with that I just can't yeah. uh, amongst my other responsibilities of you know doing other reviews and stuff like that I I, I just can't afford to keep up with that lifestyle and. I don't know. It'll be an interesting time for Google to be entering into this into this uh, market right now. Yeah, yep. I think if they go ahead, Mike. I was saying, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, full stop. <laughs> I think if Google wants to succeed, they have to do what Microsoft did and be in it for the long haul. Yeah, they got to be here. They got to figure out what works and doesn't with their first iteration, and then improve upon it and make it successful the next time around. Because yeah. that's what Microsoft did. They they came out with this box that was able to push better graphics than their competitors. And they also had Xbox Live, which was way ahead of its time in yeah. terms of That's online play. That's true. At the time, they were the only one offering that. That's yeah. right. But they, the Xbox didn't exactly sell gangbusters, especially in Japan. They still can't sell an Xbox in Japan, for crying out loud. Yeah, but Vita some more than, than Xbox. <laughs> yeah. And that's so and, funny, because when you think about uh, Japan in relation to the rest of the world, mm -hmm. and yet it's still it's 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 a small part of the world, and yet it's still so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I I think I think one thing that uh, Google can do that I just thought of when you mentioned the Xbox Live, because right now all those are subscription paid services: Xbox, yeah. PlayStation, oh. even Nintendo. If they come up with a free service and convince people to play online. I don't know. That would be <laughs> interesting. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it will yeah. be full of ads. That's how they'll do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you pay for your, your live subscription with an ad, buddy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, so, listeners, what do you think? Uh, do you think Google's uh, console, I guess, will it survive? What will it need to do to survive? Uh, and are you interested in, in this new console that they're coming out with? You can send us a tweet. Uh, Christian, how can people tweet us? At Gamerheads PC on Twitter. Uh, or they can listen, send us an email at info at gamerheadspodcast.com. Or they can go on our website at gamerheadspodcast.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can also go to Facebook. And what's our Facebook site? Facebook.com slash gamerheadspodcast. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> A well oiled machine. Yeah. Yes. That's what you guys are. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh let's go around and tell people how they can uh get a hold of us and 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 reach out to us on the social medias so uh christian how can people get a hold of you you can reach me on twitter at christian cubs or else you can read my reviews at gamerheadspodcast.com newgamenetwork.com and pushsquare.com nice and mike how can people get a hold of you you can find me on twitter at tc throwers you can also find the controller throwers podcast right here on gamerheadspodcast.com and you can also check us out at twitch.tv slash tcthrowers. Nice. And Blue, how can people get a hold of you? 
You can almost always find me on Twitter. My handle is at WritersView, and it's spelled with a Y, so W-R-Y. And then I also have a website, which is writersview.com. Nice. And listeners, um, as we mentioned, you can reach us on, on Twitter at GamerHeadsPC or Facebook or our website at GamerHeadsPodcast.com or info at GamerHeadsPodcast. Uh, the other thing, oh. like Mike mentioned, we do have a uh, Twitch channel as well, and that's twitch.tv slash GamerHeadsPodcast as well. And... Um, and? Roger made a t-shirt. I did. I made a t-shirt. <laughs> so uh, I'll post that again. I posted it on Twitter. Uh, the link post there. It on but the site. I'll post it on the site. Yeah. So you can you yeah. can look at the t-shirts. I, I, I plan to make more of those too. But the t-shirt looks pretty cool, doesn't it? It is. It's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I have to update it though. What, what you mentioned, Blue, putting our website in the back of the shirt. But I'm going to get mine on Monday. I'm super excited. Woo-hoo. Better post yeah. a picture. I will. So. <gasps> yes. Uh, so yeah, so you can you can order shirts uh, with our. It's cool because it says Super Gamer Heads. It looks like I uh, the our Gamer Head character like as in the Mario pose kind of sort of, but uh, yeah, it's supposed to be a retro look to it. And it looks cool. I like it. It looks cool. Mike, thank you for joining us again. Always a pleasure. And Christian, thank you so much for joining. Thank us. you guys. And Blue, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. And listeners, yeah, thank you so much for listening to our show. We really appreciate it. You can uh, continue the conversation at our website or at uh, on Twitter. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. And also, if you love the show, please do give us a review on iTunes. Uh, you can find the link in our show notes. Uh, even just giving us uh, a star review would be great, but we'd love to hear actually what you have to say about the show. So we will read your reviews on our show. With that, uh, what should be my slogan this week? Stay safe. Stay dry. <laughs> Like, we had so much flooding here, so stay dry, folks, uh, and continue to and, play uh, games. Happy, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy, oh, yes. Mike. I was trying to remember how to say it in Gaelic, and I, I don't remember. Oh, but, wow. I know. That's, I've failed. Wow. Uh, Mike, can you say it one more time? Uh, okay. Happy St. Patty's Day to you. Well, there we are. So, <laughs> happy St. Patty's Day. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Bye. So long. Bye.